Oh, we're recording you, by the way. That's okay, just audio. Okay, my name is Jack O'Halloran. I'm a very grateful alcoholic. I have a sobriety date of 328.76. Um, my journey actually started in 1962 when a friend of mine uh, in New York thought that I should go to a meeting and meet an individual. And the person he introduced me to was Bill Wilson. And um, I spent three hours with Bill Wilson after the meeting. He 12 stepped me. And when he got done, he looked me straight in the eye and he said, we'll be here, kid, when you're ready. <laughs> I said, I'm here. He said, no, you're here because this gentleman brought you here. When you come here for you and you alone, now you're here. So I went for a period of time and with the way I live my life. And I used to call him on the phone periodically and I'd be sober six months and I'd say, you know, I don't understand this program of yours because I'm not drinking for six months and I'm still very miserable. And he used to laugh down the phone to me and say, when you want to come back and sit down in the meeting, we have a solution. And he'd hang up and I'd call him back. I'd say, you realize you just hung up on me? He said, yeah, and that's something he'd hang up again. Because old timers never, took any of your guff. They were very straightforward. So it took till 76 after the Vietnamese war and stuff until I got tired of being tired. And I met a man called Mike Ross, who had been sober since 1942, and he agreed to sponsor me. And we sat down at a meeting one morning at seven o'clock in the morning and asked me three questions. And then we got up and drove to a church and knelt down and did the third step prayer. And he said, get a pencil and paper and start writing. And I learned how to burn page 58 into my brain from the very beginning. And the part that I like the most is at the bottom of the page, which says our stories disclose in a general way what we used to be like and what happened and what we are like now. If you've decided you want what we have and are willing to go to any length to get it, and you're ready to take certain steps. At some of these we balked, we thought we could find an easier, softer way, but we could not. With all the earnestness at our command, we beg of you to be fearless and thorough from the very start. Some of us have tried to hold on to our old ideas and the result was nil until we let go absolutely. On page 63 of the big book, at the very bottom of the third step, it says, Next, we launched onto a vigorous course of action. The first step of which is personal house cleaning, which we many of us have never attempted. Though our decision was a vital and crucial step, if we took it, we, we, it, it could have little permanent effect unless it once followed by a strenuous effort to face and be rid of the things in ourselves which, we have, which have been blocking. Our liquor was but a symptom they had to get down the causes and conditions. And I believe that. Then you go into your fourth step. I believe in the solution of Alcoholics Anonymous because I have 12 steps, 12 traditions, 12 concepts. And I read all three 12s every day. It took them five years to put together the five, the, 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 the book and the steps. It took 15 years before they ratified the, the traditions and 21 years before they ratified the concepts. But all three 12s, the steps are there to save me from me, 
The traditions are there to tell me that I'm never alone, no matter where I go in the world, and they fortify and back up the steps. And the concepts teach me how the steps and the traditions are living in my life every day, how my life exists with the solution of Alcoholics Anonymous. The amazing thing about this is when it took them 21 years to do this, they lived this program. And 85% of the people in the program stayed in the program. Today in 2023, we're lucky if we keep 4% in without people going in and out. So the solution is very simple if you keep it simple. When I got sober, they used to call it the KISS program. Keep it simple, stupid. And one day I said to my sponsor, are you calling me stupid? And he said, no. He said, let me ask you a question. If you do the same dumb things day in and day out, that's pretty stupid, isn't it? So that's where they got it from. I was very fortunate in my sobriety to have hung around with a lot of old timers like Chuck C who wrote to a pair of glasses. I used to play chess with him at the Radford Club in the morning. And one day we were sitting there, I was sober about seven, eight months. And he looked me in the eye and he said, how are you feeling today, kid? Man, I will never touch another drink as long as I live. And he had a quirky smile about him. And he nodded his head and he looked at me and he said, still full of shit, huh, kid? I said, well, what are you talking about? I'm here, I'm here every day. He said, let me tell you something. This is a one day at a time thing. One day at a time. He said, how many hours are you awake in the day? I said, I don't know, 18, 20 on a bad day. He said, paying attention to something that gives you life. Is your life worth that? Because that's what he's talking about. The solution of Alcoholics Anonymous gives me life. Gives me a life worth living. So what I learned from the old timers was that I had to live this program. And if I live it, it'll work me. I don't use it the other way around and say, oh, I got to work this and I got to work that. Work to an alcoholic sometimes is a very desperate word. Living this program is a matter of living that I had to take. And that's what the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous gives me, a way to live my life today. Every question I have in my day is in the big book. I go nowhere without a book of Alcoholics Anonymous. I never go to a meeting without a book. And that's because I had this crazy sponsor that every time I came to a meeting when I first got sober, if I didn't have a book, he had me buy one. I said, but I got a whole mess of them at home. He said, well, you need one right now. So I wound up with two boxes of books before I learned to take a book to every meeting. In 1976, when I got sober, they came out with a very big book of, of Alcoholics Anonymous. Of the big book, was the, the big book version was big. My sponsor said to me the first time I came into the meeting, what it was, he said, I want you to buy one of those books over there. I said, but I have. He said, no, 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 you need that big book. And I went and I purchased it because I listened to what he said. And he said to me, my recommendation for you with that big book is this. I want you to take it to every meeting you go for three months because you're evidently ashamed to be seen with a big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. So the old timers countered you everywhere you went. Every time you did something that was foolish, they would tell you about it. And I learned how to live a program that gave me life. I learned how to go to meetings that 
I do four meetings a day on Zoom, I go in person, or I talk to people on the phone every day of my life because that's what I need to do for me. That's my version of what I do. I get up every morning and I look in the mirror and I see myself eyeball to eyeball and I ask myself a couple of questions. First thing I say is I admit that I'm powerless over alcohol. And then I look and I said, because I believe that there's a power greater than myself that restored me to sanity. Then I go and I kneel down and I do the third step. So now I put the steps in my life and I start. When I do the third step and I pick up a phone, I call my sponsor, I do the fourth, fifth, and sixth step. I put all the steps in my life before I ever leave the house. I read the traditions and the concepts before I leave the house. It takes me all 15 minutes. But it's something that I need to do. I learned that during the course of a day, I could start and stop my day a hundred times if I had to. I'm driving my car and I, somebody aggravates me or something, I pull over, I look in the mirror, I look myself eyeball to eyeball and question, what am I doing right now? Where's your head at? This is an amazing solution that we've been given. And living it gives you an amazing way of life. And you keep it simple. Doesn't require a whole bunch of conflict. Letting go absolutely means you let go of yesterday. All I have is today. And if I take care of today, tomorrow will take care of itself. I don't do drunk logs because I don't need to remind myself of anything. I let it go. I talk about where my sobriety is at today. From the time I wake up this morning, till I'm sitting here talking to you right now, I can't change one thing that happened. So why should I carry it around with me? I believe in this book immensely. It tells me everything I need to know. But I need to read it on a daily basis. Because I have a disease that doesn't want me to read the book. And I learned how to read it out loud or read it with another person. And if I read it out loud, then I'm not reading it like a novel. And I hear myself what I'm reading. And I need to do that. Because as an alcoholic, my mind will wander away. Alcoholics are the greatest liars in the world because they lie to themselves first before they try to tell someone else the lies that they want to say. Don't need to live my life that way today. I have a solution in my life that works, but I have to live it. I have a book, 164 pages, that gives me life, but I have to read it. I never go anywhere without a big book. It's in my car, wherever I go. I have a small pocket version. I carry it everywhere I go because I can open it to certain pages and just put my head straight right away. The answers of my life are in this book. This is the greatest solution I've ever found in my life. You could fill a room full of gold. It wouldn't give me what Alcoholics Anonymous has given me. It's given me an amazing way of living. And I've been doing this for a long time. One day at a time. I live my life that way, one day at a time. Because that's all I really have. And that one day, I'm only awake so many hours. 
So how taxing could it be for me to do the things I need to do? But it becomes a very good habit. Alcoholics have to change their habits. My sponsor said to me one time, what pocket do you carry your change in, kid? I said, well, I carry them right-handed. I carry my right pocket. He said, good. Carry it in your left pocket for a while. I said, oh, that's going to be kind of awkward. He said, yeah, but it's doable. And so is this program. No matter how awkward it seems, it's very doable. You just have to keep it simple. Too many people try to confuse it and carry it and get so out in space thinking wise over this and that. I don't try to outthink this big book. I wouldn't change one word in it because it gives me life. And it gives me a life worth living. Thanks for being sober for me today, guys. Is that good? Do I need to tap dance or what? Uh, <laughs> Hi, Jack. Uh, yeah, that, that was wonderful. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, you could uh, you could go on for a bit longer if you like. Um, you could you could yeah, have another I mean, if you like. No problem. You know, I can. Uh, uh, Listen, I have a lot of Bill Wilson stories. And the guy that I would have really liked to meet is Dr. Bob. But the man who took me to meet Bill Wilson was 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 12 step by Dr. Bob. He was in prison in in uh, in Ohio and when he came out of prison in 1936, Dr. Bob 12 stepped. And he's the fellow that took me to meet Bill Wilson. But they come from a very Italian background. My father was a very powerful Italian in New York. And I lived in that world for a long time. When I used to go to meetings, I was afraid to say certain things because I'm afraid FBI people or somebody were there listening to the meetings. And I learned that that wasn't true. I learned how to be very open and honest in the meeting. I learned how to carry this message. And, and I got to tell you something, if you don't give this away in a day, you don't keep it. I had a great sponsor. You know, I used to get up every morning. I lived in Redondo Beach, and my first meeting was in Studio City. So I used to have to drive like 35 miles to go to my first meeting every morning because he wanted to see the whites of my eyes. And then I was, I was doing a picture of King Kong at MGM Studios. So I, he said, you have to do so many meetings a day. I said, well, I'm working 12, 14 hours a day. Explain how you do that. And at 12 or 1 o'clock, my lunch hour, he would come with four people in the car, and I would go sit outside his car. We would have a meeting. I would go to a meeting with him in the morning. I'd go to a meeting at lunchtime with him. And I always had somebody on the set that was in the same, was in our program, and we'd have our little meeting. And then I'd go to a meeting at 10 o'clock at night. Because that's what I, I needed to do for me. I needed to remind myself constantly that I suffer from the most killing disease in the world. And that's exactly what alcoholism is. Alcohol affects every organ in your body. So there's a lot of ways of killing you, but it will kill you. And the more you deny it, the worse it is. It's an amazing disease. 
and there's no medical person in the world that can give me an answer for it. There's no gene that you carry from one person to another. Your parents could be an alcoholic. That doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to be a, an alcoholic. I have four brothers and sisters. Two of us are alcoholics, two aren't. So it isn't a gene that goes from one person to another. And I believe I was born with this disease. I didn't catch it anywhere. I didn't drink one too many drinks. I peeled the onion back. And that's what I was taught to do. I've done 98 clean fourth and fifth steps in my sobriety. I peeled the onion all the way back to when I was a kid. And I was very discontent, out of sorts as a child. Then I took that first drink and oh my God, I thought I was Superman. Then I realized I couldn't stop. And I used to try every method in the world, going to the gym, sweating it out, didn't do no good. The only solution I ever found was that Alcoholics Anonymous. And the more I do it, the more, the easier it gets. And the easier it does get, the more you live it, the easier it gets to live because you change the habits in your life. I can't think of getting up in the morning and not doing the things I have to do before I leave my house. If I left my house without doing these things, I would be out of sorts. And I'd have to stop and start my day all over because I live one day at a time in this solution. And if I do that, I can't, when I, and, I, and I'm in the film industry and I have, I have projects that I do, but I, I can't reach weeks and months ahead. I schedule things to be a certain place at a certain time, but it's one day at a time until I get there. Every day I get closer. And every day I take my calendar off. And it works terrifically because I keep a clear head. I don't get myself all befuddled and out of sorts. And none of us are perfect. We all have our bits and paps, but you know, we have these wonderful tools. Page 25 in the big book tells you these tools are laid at our feet, but it's up to us to pick them up and use them. Nobody else can keep me sober but me. I learned a long time ago, the only person that can hurt me today is me. Nobody else. You can't hurt me unless I allow you to. This is my life that I take care of. And that's what I do one day at a time. This is a brilliant, brilliant solution. But you have to live it. You have to give yourself every opportunity to do what you need to do in the day. You don't need to suffer. I'll tell you that from experience. Today, I don't suffer. If I'm suffering, I'm doing something wrong in the day. And I call my sponsor right away. I have this crazy old sponsor. She's 95 years old. God bless her. But I talk to her every single day. Mike Ross, my sponsor, died in 92. And she took the reins over. But she was sponsored by Chuck C. And I always hang around the old timers. And I don't bring outside issues into the room. Our traditions ask us not to do that. Tradition five tells us we have a singleness of purpose, alcoholics anonymous. That's what I'm here for. If I have another problem, there's other meetings to go to. 
That's why I don't do drunkologues and I don't talk about any other issues in a room. The traditions ask you not to do that. We used to have a, the one of the first women, sober women in AA was a woman called Alabama. She was a funny lady. She used to sit in the back row right by the door. And you come in and if you came in and you said, I'm an alcoholic drug addict, she'd stop the meeting. And she would say, what are you here for? The sign outside says AA. This is Alcoholics Anonymous. If you have another problem, we'll direct you to a meeting down the street. And the old timers used to do that. If you came in a room and talked about an outside issue, they'd stop the meeting. And I believe that way of thinking. I believe we have a signalness of purpose. And a lot of people, you know, took drugs so they could drink more. And if you ask them honestly, what is it that you could not quit? The answer always comes back, I couldn't stop drinking. Alcoholism is an insidious disease. It wants to kill you. And it will if you allow it. But it's amazing. It's a disease that you don't have to have a medical cure for. 164-page book gives me what I need in the day. The traditions and the concepts, the whole package gives me what I need in the day to stay sober and to help other people stay sober. And like I said earlier, if you don't give this away, you don't keep it. So working with others is a necessity for this alcohol. Whether I talk to someone on the phone or I meet him for a cup of coffee, you know, you can have a meeting with somebody just the two years with a glass of water. And the big book. The big book's an essential part of my life. And like I said, I read it every day. I carry it around everywhere I go. I have a book. Because that's what I need to do. That's what I was shown to do. Bill Wilson told me that emphatically. When he took me through this whole concept, how they started, how they carried it on, and how they went forward. It's an amazing solution how two men came together and put something together. And it's worked all these years. And it will continue to work as long as people carry the message properly. And that's the idea. Carry the message properly. Stick to your program. Understand we have a solution for alcoholism. Other problems, if you have another problem, go to another meeting and do their solution. But in our rooms, we're here for alcoholism. Thanks for being sober for me today, guys. Thank you, Jack. Uh, that was wonderful. It's, it's really great to hear you hear